1: Welcome back to another episode of Kramer Financial Talk. My name is Jim Kramer. If you'd like to hear more information about our show today, callers in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva office number is 262-729-4128. For callers in Illinois, our McHenry office number is 815-331-8096. Feel free to reach out to us on our website, www.kramerinvestmentservices.com, spelled K-R-A-M-E-R. And while on our website, you can view the past couple of podcast shows by clicking on both the media library and radio tabs. Also, subscribers to Apple Podcasts and Spotify can view all of our past shows. But our topic today, everyone, is going to be on the Backdoor Roth IRA. And I've talked about this on a couple of past shows previous to this, but I want to bring this back because I think it's such an important topic to have these days. And when we look at historically where our tax rates are, I mean, we are in an absolute fire sale compared to what it used to be in the past. And I'm gonna uh, go back and uh, mention what the tax rates used to be in the 1970s. And with government debt piling on, uh, I think this is gonna be an important topic that we're gonna have today, but before We go into that subject. I want to introduce you to my my co-host Tony Shore. All right, Tony, how are you doing?
0: Great to be here. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. I was excited. I jumped in uh, probably too soon. There, you were still talking, but I you said you said I heard my name and I got excited. Let's just put it that way.
1: Last week you jumped in too soon, (laughs) Tony. This week you're just on time. You're back on track. All right.
0: All right. (laughs) So I'm great. I had a, a great week last week. I uh, celebrated uh, St. Patrick's Day, got outside a bit with the warmer weather. That was nice, you know. Did you have the green beer? I did not drink green beer. No. Nope. I didn't nope. either. I don't like I, don't a- like I it for- when they...
1: I totally forgot yeah. about St. Patrick's Oh, well, Day. I'm
0: half Irish, so it's hard to forget. So I'm That's half great. English, half Irish, so I'm always at war with myself, but... Uh, Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, uh, but yes, uh, right. the weather's been—is spring here? Can we cross our fingers, or is it too soon?
1: Um, no, I like what you're saying, so let's just yeah, go with it. Go. It's been let's great weather.
0: Hey, we had a great weekend, didn't we? Oh, beautiful! It was beautiful last weekend. So,
1: and in fact, it, I think it was warmer up in Minnesota than it was over here. Maybe a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm near the yeah, I'm near the border of Wisconsin and yeah. Illinois, and this is one of the few times of the year you could say. yeah, it was warmer. Where it hit
0: 60 uh, where I live in Minnesota. And my parents live in southern Minnesota. hit 66 in Worthington, Minnesota. That's so, yeah. nice. Yeah, That's good. It's, it's about, time. about time. So, uh, you know, I, I know I've been busy. How have you been? You've been keeping busy. Did you get outside at all uh, last week? Yeah, I got outside
1: this weekend mainly. I mean, I, I've been doing a lot of work for my clients. I enjoy my work, Tony. Uh, but being out the, to get outside with my family and do a lot of stuff this weekend, making up for it, uh, it was really good. And, um, you know, back to the back to work here. Here we are on a Monday. It's uh, March 21st. So spring has just started. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah so it's good. There's a lot to look forward there to. There
0: is. And, and there's a lot of craziness going on in the world of finance. But uh, you're going to talk about one possible uh, tool or solution today for our listeners uh, and to refresh our memories, we're talking about IRAs, right? And, and specifically Roth IRAs today.
1: That's right. But before we do that, just a kind of a brief um, rundown of the difference between an IRA 401k and a Roth IRA. Uh, so the traditional IRA, you can contribute up to a certain amount each year. Uh, $6,000 if you're under the age of 50. For people 50 and above, you can contribute up to $7,000 a year. You get a tax break on whatever you put into your plan, into the account that you have. And the money grows tax deferred. And then when you pull that money out, you're going to pay taxes in that year uh, when you make those withdrawals to cover your income. And the idea is when you're working, you're in a higher tax bracket than you will be when you're in retirement. Although, Tony, I've been doing financial plans for a number of years, and I find that all too often people are fooled into thinking that that's going to be the case, where taxes are going to be higher than uh, what they would have expected otherwise. And because of required minimum distributions or planned withdrawals, whether it's due to lifestyle or inflation, we might be seeing individuals go into an even higher tax bracket than they were during their working years. And by the end of 2025, taxes may be going up and not just for those who make over $400,000 a year. That's where the Roth IRA can come into play here. Now, contributions for the Roth IRA, you can do, again, the same rules apply. Under age 50, you can contribute up to $6,000 a year, and if you're 50 and above, up to $7,000 a year. But there's plenty of individuals that make a lot of income that cannot even participate in the Roth IRA. And the advantage is, while you don't get the tax break on the money you put in, you get the advantage of being able to pull that money out in retirement tax-free. So if we end up going into higher taxes, in retirement than we would have thought otherwise, a Roth IRA can be a good thing. But as we get more and more money into our IRAs, it's sort of a kick the can down the road type of an account. So we're going to talk about strategies. How do we potentially reduce our taxes in retirement? And the backdoor Roth IRA is a place where that can be done.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's interesting because obviously taxes are a huge a burden on a lot of folks in retirement, even though they think, hey, I'm not going to have to pay taxes or very little because I'm no longer working. But uh, you do have to pay taxes in retirement, especially if all you have are tax-deferred retirement accounts that you're pulling money from, right?
1: That's right. And so it's a ticking time bomb. It's a kick the can down the road type of an account. So there was an article that I saw last week. It was titled Backdoor Roth IRA." Avoid These Five Mistakes. It was written by Christine Benz of Morningstar, who does a lot of oh, yeah. writing for that organization. And she's got some pretty good articles. I thought this one was interesting. That's why I wanted to make a podcast out of it. Now, I'm not going to go through all of these five mistakes because there are several of them, or a first couple of them, that I would never recommend to anybody just to start off with. So I, I don't want to get into... Everything that she discusses here, but the main thing I want to point out is converting this money slowly, at least over the next four so years. So we're talking
0: about wait, what's it, the title of the article? This is uh, in reference to Roth backdoor Roth IRAs, right? It was
1: on. It was written on March or it came out on March sixteenth, sure. two thousand and twenty-two. Our listeners can go on, log on to Morningstar and read sure. the article called "Backdoor Roth IRA." Okay. Uh, question mark, avoid these five okay. mistakes. It's an excellent article. Sure. Uh, gets a little bit into the weeds on certain things you can do, but there's a lot of problems that can manifest itself sure. with some of the things she's suggesting. So I'm not going to go too much into okay, that. Okay. So
0: what's that first but one we we're talking about?
1: First mistake yeah. is one that I'm actually not going to get too much into here. It's not. It's called mistake one, not paying attention to the pro-rattle. Oh, role. okay. Pro rata rule is beyond the scope of what we oh, want to sure. do in our podcast sure. today. I meant
0: the first one you yeah. wanted to talk about.
1: Oh, well, that's that's different <laughs> here. Um, well, the mistake number three is investing the traditional IRA in long-term assets and letting it sit, simply based on what we've talked about here today. It's a kick the can, the road, down the road type of arrangement. Now, some people benefit by keeping their money in an IRA. Based on my financial planning, there are plenty of individuals who are in a lower tax bracket and will be in a lower tax bracket, regardless of circumstances compared to what they were in their working year. So they got the tax break on the money they contributed back when their income tax brackets were high, and they can pull that money out at a pretty low tax rate, depending on their their tax situation in retirement. But again, there's plenty of people that don't so that's where we get into the backdoor Roth conversion, or just a straight out what we call Roth conversion, where you take a portion of your IRA, portion of your 401k, and we can roll it into a Roth IRA for them. Now, if they haven't ever opened up a Roth IRA account, you can do that in retirement. There's no income limit that is required when you do this Roth IRA conversion. So even if somebody's still working, they make a very large income and it looks to to both the the client and myself that their tax bracket is still gonna be very, very high in retirement. You could take advantage of taking some of your 401k IRA money and move it into that Roth. You pay a one-time tax at the current tax rates, which I've discussed with you, are at an all-time low. And to give you an example, I'm gonna talk about the 1970s and the tax rates that were back in the day of how uh, significant it was. So what if we go back to that period of time? Well, it would have been a great deal to have moved that money out of the IRA based on the current tax rates. You do it slowly, though. I rarely will recommend you do it all at one time. And at least we have four years until the marginal tax rates are going to change in the United States. We've got four years to get this done before it may impact individuals and it could have a very powerful long-term effect as my software shows individuals when we do this.
0: Right. Well, and that's, that's interesting because, you know, a lot of folks out there don't understand Roth IRAs to begin with, let alone the backdoor Roth IRA and how that might be advantageous to them. And so a lot of folks, I think if they hear it or think they know, might make mistakes, but this is why you have to work with a trusted financial services professional like yourself, correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Tony. You don't want to do this alone. If you're doing this with your tax um, accountant, I think it's advisable to do this with a CPA, somebody who has software on the Roth IRA conversion. Uh, All too often, you have sort of a a singular lens out of the eye of the accountant. They're focused on this year's tax return. And I see that, you know, this has happened with some accountants of clients I work with. They will say, no, I don't think it's a good idea. It's going to raise your taxes up to certain, you know, to a higher tax rate. And, you know, that's going to have a big impact on you. And, you know, but they're not seeing the bigger picture. Right. There are plenty, there are plenty of accountants that can think long-term and they might even have software that can help the clients. That's invaluable. I have a couple of accounting firms I work with, Tony, that can show people over time how much this will save you. Well, I can also do this as well. I like to be in touch with their accountant to make sure there's nothing that I missed as far as their actual income they're making for the year. So when I do these calculations, I'm, having, I'm dealing with all the facts. I want to make sure I'm not missing anything. But I can show them over the years, over their lifetime how much they can save in taxes, and in many instances, Tony. Now, it's always dependent upon the circumstance, but you can save individuals a couple hundred thousand dollars a year over time. I just had a meeting with a client this morning. They were shocked to learn that over their lifetime projected, they're going to be paying out about a quarter of a million dollars in state and federal income taxes. They had no idea because earlier on, they're in early on in their retirement, they're not paying too much in taxes right now. But as I show them how things are looking based on the trends, I can show them that their taxes are not going to stay as is today. It's going to start going up. And, oh, what if it goes into that next higher tax bracket or tax rates change? You know, that can have a big effect as to how much they're going to pay out to the government. So whenever individuals have their 401k, their IRA statements, I always tell them not all of that is your money. You know, a portion of that is going to go to the government. So the planning involvement here is not just how to grow this money as best as we can, given the level of risk they're willing to take, but also how much can we save them from it going to the government? A lot of people don't realize that you can, they have tremendous control in that process. Mm.
0: Yeah. And the more control you have, uh, the better, which uh, which is the argument for IRAs in general versus like 401ks, right? Uh, you want to have more control and uh, be able to have actively managed accounts, don't you? That's right. But that's obviously exactly with, right. with then, the Roth, the tax implications are what we're talking about here. And the backdoor Roth is even more unique. That's right.
1: And so what I want to bring up to, to people here is mistake number five of this article. Uh, many people will hold off because of concerns over legislative risk. And one of the concerns people, well, one of the things that that refers to is there's a fear that they might make the Roth IRA taxable in the future. And that was brought about uh, within the last couple of years. And I think even in the, and I might be wrong on this, the CARES Act, there was a, a provision that they originally put in, but then took out. Regarding the Roth IRA, I know under the Obama administration, they wanted to initiate required minimum distributions to try to force some of that money out of the Roth IRA and make it taxable. Um, But the one thing that they cannot do is double tax the money that you've already paid taxes on. It can only mean that if they do change the laws, it would only be on future interest gains. And usually if they do that, they're going to grandfather accounts. And it's going to be for new money going forward. They usually will do that. It is possible down the road they initiate required minimum distributions. And especially for those who have extremely high balances. I think they said for accounts over $10 they wanted to start to force that money out of there. Um, But for the average individual, I really don't down the road see this impacting them. And there's all sorts of things that we can have fear of what the government can do. But I think what we, we can look at, I can say with probably pretty good clarity that tax rates are going to go up, but changes to the Roth IRA as it stands now are going to be a little bit, maybe at best. And it would still be to the benefit of those individuals who are in the situation that I brought up when it would be useful for them to do the Roth conversion is don't hold back because of that. Because you're going to end up potentially missing out on some tremendous tax advantages over time. Mm.
0: Yeah, there you go. And so obviously, tax advantages are what we're looking for, especially in retirement, because you have a lot of money you're going to have to be distributing to yourself. uh, And it can be taxed. Even Social Security can be taxed, right? Right.
1: Yes, that's right. And so, you know, we get into the Roth IRA, what the government might try to do, and it's going to end up in the Supreme Court. Um, There's no, you know, to me, when you tell somebody that you're paying after-tax money into and suddenly change the rules upon them. Yeah, that's not right. That, you, you you know, it's not right. And I think in tax law, that that would be a heavy burden to justify to the government or the Supreme Court as to why you want to tax, you change the understanding of how that account works after the person committed after-tax money into that. But I want to bring up, even regardless, if there's minor changes made to the Roth IRAs, let's go back to the 1970s. It's absolutely incredible when you look at the old tax rates. Like today, for couples that make under $19,500, this is after the large standard deduction that you have today. You are in the a twelve percent income tax bracket. You're in the twelve percent. Actually, I'm I'm even wrong on that. It's up to eighty thousand dollars a year. Forget what I was just saying about the nineteen thousand. You're in the up to eighty thousand dollars puts you in the twelve percent income tax bracket for married filing jointly. Today, marrying filing jointly, if you make eighty thousand dollars a year, you're being taxed at over two-thirds of your income based on the 1970s. So it was over 64% that you would pay in federal income taxes, not including state. So if you lived in California back then, California's got a pretty high tax rate. I mean, over 70% of your money is going to the government in that particular scenario. Whereas today, you're at 12% for federal. And depending upon your state, that's on top of that. I mean, this is what we call a fire sale. And in so many instances, people making over $10,000 back then, it's just incredible the amount of taxes that they were paying, 25% for, for a husband and wife making over $12,000 a year. I mean, you'd have to be uh, well into the 100000 plus range before we get to uh, 24%. There You know, there is no 25% anymore. So it's absolutely astounding to me. That if it ever went back to those types of rates, doing that Roth conversion is an absolute no-brainer for a lot of people in this country. We have no idea what the future is, and I don't have that. I wish I did. That would make this type of planning easier. But when we look at historically, these are the lowest rates that we've had, and it looks to me like by the end of 2025, I would, I would put a strong bet on taxes at least going back to what they were back in uh, 2017, before that reduction was made in 2018. I don't think there's, um, there's no doubt in my mind that that is going to happen.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah, it it probably will, and I, I think it's really important to keep an eye on what's going on, and that's why, again, you don't have to go it alone. Uh, work with somebody like yourself who has an eye on these things, who stays up to date with all the ins and outs. I mean, there's too many moving parts in today's financial world uh, to keep track of it. That's why we rely on experts. We rely on people who do this day in and day out like you do for your clients.
1: So, yeah, when you work with an investment advisor in this day and age, it's not just about investing money. You know, back in the 1990s, you had stockbrokers. Right. You had very few people that were investment advisors. And an investment advisor who is a fiduciary is responsible not just for investing your money. They have to look at other things, legal, taxes. You should expect and demand to get the full range of financial planning assistance. And if you're only getting investment planning and that advisor or broker um, tells you, that look, for any type of tax advice, you have to talk to your accountant. You are not getting the best of advice because the decisions that he or she as the advisor or broker makes can have a profound effect on your taxes over your lifetime. And you could be missing out on so much money. So not only should your broker or advisor focus on how do you get the best levels of return given the levels of risk that you're willing to take, but it's also about how much you can reduce on your taxes over time without giving up uh, the amount of income that you need or want or
0: desire in retirement. Yeah, yeah that's that's the key right there. Uh, and how can you do that? You have to have a plan. You have to work with a financial services professional, and, and I think that is key for sure. Now, uh, it's been a great show so far. But uh, before we wrap things up, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and set up that complimentary consultation.
1: So for callers that wish to set up a one-on-one meeting, either in person or virtual, you know, just feel free to call our office. That's the starting point. If you are in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva number is 262-729-4128. And if you're in Illinois, call our McHenry office number, 815-331-8096. We're experienced. We're looking to help. Um, You know, this is not a, a pressure uh, organization if you're just looking for some consultation whether you do business with us or not we're here, we're here to help if you just have some questions maybe the Roth IRA you're not sure about it whether it works for you you know we could always have a at least initially a brief discussion it's very difficult for me to answer certain questions pertaining to your situation without me having a thorough understanding uh, I don't want to be that Jim Cramer on the on Mad Money on CNBC who fires off answers without having a clear picture of that individual. I know you and I have talked about him. We talked about him for last. Well, he's time.
0: your namesake, uh, but that's where it ends. And and the spelling the spelling it. is different. But you're Jim Cramer with a with a K. I am yes, yeah. with a yeah. K. K R A,
1: not C R A. So anyway, set up an appointment. We'd be happy to sit down and talk to you. Um, Again, we're here. All
0: right. Sounds good. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Kramer Financial Talk with our host, Jim Kramer. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. Call 262-729-4128 or visit them online at kramerfinancialtalk.com.